Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. everybody. Welcome to today's episode where we are talking about how to survive the holiday consumer season. Okay, everybody listening on the podcast. Great news. I got a new mic. And um, thank you to everybody who has listened for the last two years on my (laughs) very not professional mom podcast style microphones. Um, I appreciate you all listening to me, even when my audio wasn't the best. Um, but as my business has grown, I'm upgrading. So I hope it sounds much better. Um, and I'm super excited. I feel so official. Um, okay, so we are talking today about how to survive the holiday consumer season. And I specifically wanna talk to you guys about things like the guilt surrounding all of the things that we do or do not get our kids. Um, and how this, season of the year often makes us feel as mothers okay so if you're watching this live let me know like how do you feel as a mother during the holiday season right and okay so put that in the comments i want to let you guys know or let me know i want to hear it but the first thing that i want to talk to you about is the jargon and the marketing surrounding this season and how yes I made a post in the group the other day about how like (laughs) kids, uh, you know, parents are marketed to just as much as kids are marketed to, right? Um, We, our kids see things in commercials and on YouTube channels, like full YouTube channels dedicated to just toys and what they should have and what's fun and new and exciting, right? But we're also marketed to as parents. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what that looks like specifically so that you can recognize it and shut it down, right? Because if you can shut it down on your end as the parent, you're going to be able to teach your kids how to maneuver this marketing and consumerism season as well. Okay, so for parents, what it looks like to us is saying using jargony marketing, like educational toys, developmentally appropriate toys, um, helps with fine motor skill development, helps with letter recognition, um, Montessori, Waldorf. Um, there's a lot of like big brands that are well known and they have a reputation for being experts at marketing to parents, right? And making us feel like we need to get this stuff for our kids so that they have a fun childhood, so that they have a, you know an academic advantage, so that they can be super smart, right? And it preys on our weaknesses as parents, essentially. And I want you to recognize that, right? You don't have to have Montessori toys in order for your kids to have a good childhood and to grow up and be smart, right? It's marketing jargon and it gets us good. Okay, I'm not immune to it. Um, I'm still not immune to it, right? When I had my first three kids, I wanted and found a way to get all of those things, right? Thrift stores, um, garage sales, the clearance aisle. I would buy all of those things, right? The wooden toys, the, um, I can't even like think of specific examples right now, but you know what I'm talking about, right? 
if it's marketed to us in a way that makes us feel like as parents, we are doing our kids a service by getting it and by not getting it, are doing them a disservice, right? That's why we get it. Not because our kids actually want it, not because any of what they're claiming in the marketing is true or not, right? But because that's how it makes us feel. So I want to talk to you about this so that you can recognize it when it happens. Um, and you can start to have conversations with yourself, right? You can you can do it out loud if you want and look like a, you know, that person talking to themselves in the store, or you can just do it in your head of like, okay, so do I actually want this? Do I actually think that my kids would enjoy this? Or am I being convinced that this is something that is good for my kids because of development or because of memories or because of nostalgia or whatever, right? Um, things like, and I'm not gonna say, I'm gonna mention a specific brand and I'm not knocking them, but things like American Girl dolls, right? A lot of parents, self-included, feel obligated to get my kids an American Girl doll for nostalgia purposes, right? I didn't even have an American Girl doll growing up, but as a mother of three daughters, I've been marketed to, and I feel like all of my girls should have an American Girl doll and have that experience and be able to in engage in that nostalgia, right? Does that make them have a good childhood? Is it, is, is it, is, am I a bad mom if I don't get it? Like, those are the things that I think about to myself because that's how it's marketed to me. So I want to talk to you guys about that. Like this marketing jargon is strong and it's impactful and it's powerful. And there are entire industries dedicated to language around marketing and convincing us to buy this stuff, especially at this time of year, regardless of what holiday you celebrate, the common theme with almost all of the holidays this year is like gift giving in some form, right? Um, uh, which is not to say gift giving is a bad thing, right? I'm not saying don't give gifts, but just know that your worth as a parent does not lie in what you get your kids, regardless of what marketers tell you, okay? Um, now, I want to let you guys know about how we do gifts at our house for Christmas, because there are so many different ways that you can do this. Um, there are a lot of different holidays that have their own traditions around this, right? Um, you can do it however you want, but if you're decluttering the rest of the year, right, and focused on simplifying and reducing what comes into your house, the other 11 months of the year, December, November, December, and January, you know, this span, one month span, give or take whatever end you're on, um, is much more enjoyable because you have space to accept those gifts. I think for most people, gift giving is, is deeply tied into their spirituality and into their holiday practices, right? Whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Yule or whatever it is for you, gift giving is a part of that. But because the other 11 months of the year, we are over consuming and buying things all of the time, when we get to this season of the year to gift give and to go a little bit more all out with giving and receiving, it just feels like a burden, right? It's like if you ate dessert all day long, you had cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. By the time you get to dessert at night, you're not even gonna want it. You're gonna be like, get this out of my face. I want absolutely nothing to do with it. And it's not because dessert is bad, right? It's because you ate dessert all day long and now you don't want it, right? When we are over consuming all year long and buying our kids 
one thing every time we go to the store, by the time we get to this giving season, we want nothing to do with it, right? And then we say, Christmas is the problem. Gift giving is the problem. When really it's the rest of the year. Okay, so if you can declutter the rest of the year, you're gonna get, and it's December right now, right? You can still declutter now, but think about this moving forward, right? Like, what do you want your next year's Christmas to be like? Do you want it to be overwhelming? Do you want it to be another source of burden and stress and panic and dread for all of the things coming in? Or do you want to be in a space where you can actually enjoy this season, right? Because for us as a family, we love to give gifts, right? Um, and it's important to us, especially this time of year, but we don't do it all year long. Right. And that's not to say we don't ever get our kids anything, but we are very mindful about like the rest of the year and what we do and don't get. Um, now, I want to we've had a lot of conversation in the group about guilt around this. Right. Guilt for getting our kids too much and guilt for not getting our kids enough. It goes both ways. Right. We're like. I want to go all out and I want to give them a lot of things and these really fun, ex, you know, gifts and experiences and all of the things, especially in 2020, right? When the year has honestly sucked for a lot of people and a lot of our kids, right? They've lost school, they've lost sports, they've lost a lot of the things that are normal to them. So we want to compensate for that. And I'm here to let you know, like, that's a totally normal thing to feel. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and you don't have to feel bad about that. But also know again, like your worth as a parent does not lie in what you get them or what you don't get them. And then on the other end, um, many of us are feeling guilty because we don't get our kids enough stuff, right? We're like, whoa, they only have six or seven presents under the tree. Lame, right? And that's what they that was that was a direct quote from a post in the group, right? And from another mom. I'm not saying that it's lame, but that's how it makes us feel, right? Um, but not getting them, not a lot of things is totally okay too. You just have to, anything I ever teach you guys really is like finding the balance of having enough, but not too much, right? Like, what is that for you? It's different for everybody. It's different for our, us as a family of seven, right? Obviously we're going to have more things because we have seven people. We're going to have more than, you know, a family of three, right? Um, now I, I just <laughs> want to tell you like a little bit of the evolution of what it's looked like for our family in hopes that it just gives you some permission to let yourself off the hook this year and be okay with whatever you did or did not get your kids okay so i remember for like our first christmas <laughs> we had one kid and we went crazy like the amount of stuff under the tree you would have thought was for like three kids right we got big things we got small things we got so much and that was pretty much our normal until we moved to florida and decluttered all of our stuff right um it was like an insane amount of stuff just like whatever we could get whatever we could fit <laughs> we were gonna get it and it was fine you know i'm not, I'm not going to say it was good or bad or anything. It just was what it was, right? I'm not going to say that I felt like our holidays were much more magical then because I don't think that they were. I think that they were a lot more stressful, especially when it came to spending money 
um, on things that we didn't, you know, money that we didn't necessarily have, on things that we didn't need, and for what, right? To say that we had a big Christmas, I, I don't know. Um, and that was what it looked like until we moved from Alaska to Florida. We ditched all of our stuff. Our first Christmas in Florida, I remember most of what my kids got was like stuff from the dollar store, like bouncy balls and bubbles. Um, we were really broke, right? We were really broke and so broke that my kids who were young enough to not know what day it was, didn't actually get Christmas until a couple days after Christmas because we had to wait to have enough money to get it, right? So you can imagine the guilt that I felt for that of like not being able to have Christmas on time and not have a whole lot of stuff. We didn't even have a Christmas tree, right? Um, and it was fine. We went to the beach and we had a lot of, because we lived in Florida, so we could, right? You don't have to go to a beach. You can go outside anywhere. Um, but it was, it was not a bad Christmas, right? Like we had a lot of fun and we enjoyed our day together. And that was a really important Christmas for me because I was like, wow, nothing bad happened, right? Like on paper, per society's standards of what this should have looked like on the morning of December 25th, it was an epic fail. But does that represent who I am as a mother? No. Did anything bad happen? No. Do my kids hate me? No. Nothing bad happened, right? And so it was a really good lesson in learning like, oh, my worth really is not tied up in this. So I might as well do whatever I want to do that feels good for our family. And so what that looks like for us now is our version of going all out, right? Like go all out and splurge on giving our kids fun gifts that we love to give. Like I love to give gifts. It's one of my favorite things to do, give people gifts. So of course I love to give my kids gifts. I love it. I don't want to, nothing against the four gift rule, but to me, that's not fun, right? I'm not gonna enjoy Christmas morning if we only get like the want, wear, need, read thing. Um, I like to give them things that are meaningful to them, things that they're excited about, things that they open it up and they're like, oh my gosh, like this is the coolest thing ever, right? Especially as they get older. Um, so by our standards, we're going all out because the rest of the year we really don't buy stuff. I don't stick to number, like a set number of gifts. We do have a budget that I stick to, but, and my kids probably have like seven to 10 gifts, right? I don't count them. Like I said, I don't count them. I do stick to the budget. I just make sure that it's meaningful and that it's fun and that it means something to us because to us, gift giving is a spiritual thing, right? It is a part of this time of year for us. It is important. And so I don't want to like shy away or not give gifts. Um, I just want to do it in a way that's mindful and I also want to make sure that I'm not just buying gifts to, for the sake of having gifts under the tree. Um, I want to make sure that it's stuff that they will play with and use for a long time, right? Like we have gifts that we got last year that they're still playing with, right? Um, I think it was last year, maybe it was two years ago, we got magnet tiles. They still play with that every single day, pretty much, right? Um, got like my daughter hair tools like her curling iron and stuff like that she uses that every day right so it's stuff that's fun and extra and exciting and they use it all year round right it's not stuff that i know is going to 
I'm not going to care if it ends up donated or not. Um, so all of this to say, do Christmas or whatever holiday it is that you celebrate, do it your own way and don't feel bad about it. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Stick to your budget. I think that's important um, because as a corporate recruiter, our biggest time of year for hiring was January because people were seeking a job to quote, recover from the holidays. Okay, that's what I heard all of the time from people. I need a second job so that I can recover from the holidays. Do not, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Do not buy things you don't need with money you don't have and make it so that you have to wonder how you're gonna put food on the table in January. Don't do that. I saw it way too much. It was very eye-opening. So that's just a fun note, but do it however feels good to you. Give your kids a whole lot of gifts if you want. Give them no gifts if you want. Just tune in to whatever. And I have friends who do that, right? Like I have friends who celebrate the holidays and don't give any gifts at all. That's okay. Um, you just have to be clear on why you're doing it. If the reason you don't want to give gifts is because your house is cluttered, I'm going to say that's probably not a great reason. You're going to have to get to the root. And, and I'm not saying, I'm not telling you what to do, right? But the issue isn't the gift giving. The issue is the clutter in your house that you already have. So the solution would be to get rid of that, right? Um, because you're going to have all of that clutter, regardless of whether you get more gifts or not. And I know it's overwhelming. Um, so anyway, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> um, but you're doing great as a mother. Your worth is not tied up in, in what you do or don't do, or how much you give or don't give, or how many cookies you make or don't make. You're doing just fine. And I will see you guys all in the next episode. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four-week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. You know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff, so you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Decluttering Simplified is your four week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not gonna wanna stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun. And best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you want to get into Decluttering Simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. 
I would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.